Welcome to episode number 67, Breaking Business Barriers. This is one of your hosts, and we'll talk about the, the next host here in a second. This is Brent Duhame. Hope you're all doing well out there. Got a kind of a cool little announcement. I've got a, a co-host that will be joining, joining me going forward. He's been a friend of the show in, in, in the past, over the last year or so. But uh, hey, why don't we just go ahead and get it out of the bag, Jared, or JT, as I like to typically call you. But uh, Jared Ty will be co-host of Breaking Business Barriers. And before we get to that, let's just make sure we thank our friends over at Open Media Source. We really appreciate uh, them helping us on the platform and doing all those magical things they can do behind behind the scenes. But uh, Jared, man, welcome. You know, I've been thinking about this for a while. As you know, I, I mentioned it to you probably, uh, I don't know, a number of months ago, probably, or weeks for sure, but about joining the show. And, and uh, you know, I think it kind of a nice one-two punch here on the type of stuff that we do professionally. But... Hey, you want to remind everyone a little bit about uh, JT, Jared, Jared Ty, and first of all, also where we can find you on social media. Brent, thanks so much for having me on, man. I'm excited. I'm really excited to uh, to to uh, participate in this, um, you know, uh, frequently here going forward. So I'm pumped. Uh, yeah, I'm really easy to find on social media. Um, kind of a unique name. So Jared, J-A-R-E-D, last name Ty, T-Y-E. Uh, my business page is Buy with Ty. And uh, yeah, I feel, I'd love to connect with you guys. Yeah, right, right on and rock on. Jared not only brings uh, real estate knowledge, but he has really embraced the use of social media at, at a really high, high professional level outside of his, outside of probably a comfort zone in a lot of things. But let's, uh, let's dial it in here a little bit and we'll unpack a little bit about what you're doing in, in your business and and while it's just you and I today, let's talk real estate. Let's talk about finance. But JT, COVID-19, we didn't plan for this three months ago, did we? We sure didn't, man. We were worried about uh, other things. I always like to joke. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, what a, what a surprise, right? So how'd, how'd you pivot or did you pivot? Or did you just leverage what you were doing um, on the, as, a, as a professional real estate agent? Did you have to make a pivot or did you just embrace what it, what it was that you've been doing and that you've been polishing over the last year or two? The first two weeks of shelter at home, my business completely halted. Um, you know, my clients, even, you know, even me, it's kind of like you, you have just that, that kind of shock factor of, you know, what in the world is happening and how do we, uh, <laughs> you know, react so I would say it was, you know, at a standstill for about two weeks. Uh, however, uh, there was a specific day. I mean, it was like the 15th day of the, you know, shelter at home period to where it was like someone just flipped a switch. And um, I felt like all of my clients realized that, hey, if I can go out and, you know, buy groceries carefully in an environment that has had thousands of people, you know, with no record of who's been through and, you know, then I can certainly carefully buy a home that has had, you know, maybe at most several dozen people in it. Um, and all of those people, there's a record for who's been there. 
Uh, so it was like people just realized that, that, hey, we still need a place to live uh, or we still need to move. You know, if someone's getting a job transfer or something like that. Uh, so by the grace of God, um, on starting on like that 15th day of the shelter at home, you know, period, if you will, um, my business got uh, honestly, I would say just as busy, if not busier uh, than I've ever been. So, it, I mean, I'll be honest, I was surprised by that. Was part of that mindset, did you have to shift the mindset? I mean, because we were flooded with a lot of, a lot of scary news, frankly. And was there a mindset shift, not only just in the client, in, in potential clients and prospects, but how about your own along with your family? Yes. Um, you know, it was hard for me to honestly, uh, just, just to get back into that mode of, Hey, I need to work full time and I need to stay focused and I need to stay, uh, productive, you know, despite what's going on. Um, so I would say, you know, maybe sometime within that second week, I, I figured out that, Hey, I need to, you know, start calling my database. Uh, I just was making care calls, um, you know, just asking people how they're doing, you know, not even bringing up uh, business. Um, so, but, uh, you know, it worked, um, you know, just going back to work <laughs> despite the uncertainty and despite the, you know, unique times, uh, just, you know, staying as focused and as busy or, or, or as intentional, I guess I should say, as I normally am, um, making that shift, you know, of going from <laughs> kind of being, you know, nervous and afraid to, hey, I'm just going to work as hard as I normally do and see what happens. Uh, that was, uh, was kind of interesting, but, uh, you know, by the grace of God, I'm in a, a great market here. And, um, you know, the business came back quickly. Well, and you said something in there, JT, about care calls. You know, I think everyone probably is looking for some positives, especially in those initial uh, shock days, the first couple, two, three weeks. But even now, a little stir crazy. We've seen the news out there and, and uh, the two of us have talked about it. You know, being at home far more often than ever, not that we don't like being home, but but just the, uh, all the shackles that I guess are placed on upon us for a reason, right? For health reasons. But th those care calls, are the people, did, did your clients, prospects, did they appreciate that? Uh, I felt like they did, you know, um, especially, I mean, I feel like that first week of, of you know, shutdown, if you will, uh, you know, everyone was not used to the lack of social interaction uh, that, you know, just came along with it. And, you know, just to hear, hear a voice and talk to somebody who's asking how you're doing and, and, you know, genuinely cares about you and your family. Uh, it was, uh, I think it was enjoyable for, for both sides. Well, you've been on social media for an awfully long time. And when you first started promoting your business on social media, was that, was that something that was comfortable to you or did you just jump in? And it was not, it wasn't comfortable. Um, you know, I think that's a great question. Uh, it wasn't, you know, hundred percent comfortable. It wasn't hundred percent organic. 
uh, in the sense that um, you, you're familiar with my background. I started working uh, as a loan officer for a major bank and um, had a, a great run uh, in that position, um, in that environment. Um, after doing that for, gosh, 12 years, I moved to a different type of role where I was still a loan officer, but I was 100% uh, self-sourced, 100% responsible for finding my own business. So there was a day uh, when I was in that new role where I just kind of had an epiphany and, and, you know, I reminded myself very intentionally that I didn't have a marketing department. I didn't have a guaranteed lead source. Uh, I didn't have a concierge. I didn't have all these services that these, you know, big uh, companies and have. So I, you know, I always tell people that uh, I read a book about Benjamin Franklin and Benjamin Franklin understood so well the importance of marketing that he bought the local printing press in his village <laughs> um, to promote all of his endeavors. You know, he was a scientist, politician, uh, inventor. Um, you know, he was, he was all over the map, but he bought a printing press uh, to essentially promote his endeavors. Um, so going back to this day that I had an epiphany, I, I, I thought, you know, hey, we all have a supercomputer in our pockets <laughs> that allows us to connect with virtually anyone we've ever met. Um, you know, you can look up your next door neighbor from when you were a child and you can add them on Facebook and you can, in a indirect way, you know, inform them, you know, just, just by being active on social media, they can be aware that of what business you're in. Uh, so on that day, I realized that, man, if I am not utilizing uh, this form of marketing, um, then I, I deserve to fail <laughs> because it's just such an obvious uh, thing uh, or obvious opportunity to me. So to go back to your question, uh, it was not a, just a natural, you know, organic um, process. It was, I, I forced myself. Um, I went in, uh, we, we had a room in our house that my wife used it as a, a newborn photography studio. Went in that room, it has a cool backdrop, and I did a live video as a loan officer. And I'll never forget, I was terrified. I mean, my hands were shaking and you know, just that thought of, oh my gosh, everybody's going to see me and I can't see them. And uh, it made me, you know, super nervous. Uh, but after forcing myself to do actions like that, you know, a few times, uh, before long, it was just second nature to where it's no longer something that, that you know, scares me. Yes, jump in. You know, there's a... Uh... There's a, there's a gentleman I know <clears throat> real well that did this a number of years ago and, and said the same thing. He's just like, hey, you just got to do it. And, and it's so cool, right. right? I mean, it's, it's cool. And you do a lot of really awesome things in, in and around your community, promoting small business and, and doing so with a gracious heart along with uh, your, your wife. 
and, and family for that matter. So that's really cool. And, and uh, so glad that you are uh, now co-hosting Breaking Business Barriers. Here we are at episode number 67. And hopefully, as uh, you know, God willing, we, we keep it going. Hey, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about on the mortgage banking side. Lots of things going on since all this uh, disruption, I guess we'll call it. And uh, first and foremost, I think both uh, JT and I want to thank everyone out there that's working on the front lines, whether that's in a grocery store, our first responders, you name it, the guys out there doing construction, you know, that haven't, haven't stopped. And uh, absolutely. And they come to work every day and, and uh, I worry about them. I thank them every time I'm in the store and uh, or wherever it may be but on the mortgage banking side i'll start out i'll start out with here we are again back in uh, 07 08 09 when the housing crisis really disrupted disrupted and helped start that massive reset recession we're not there on the housing side this is a health health issue that's caused uh, massive issues in in the economy starting with unemployment, my, my uh, hopes and prayers that all of those folks can get back in the swing of things, just as uh, JT would wish as well. But here we are on the mortgage banking side, as uh, Jared alluded to, home buying's going on and uh, home selling's going on. The, the number of homes in the United States for sale, the inventory is tight. It just frankly is tight. Demand was really, really strong through the winter months, something that we have never seen. I know I've done this since 1991, and I've never seen a winter um, really coast to coast, north to south, be as strong as it was through the holidays and, and what have you. That's typically the time when people get their breath and then they start thinking about spring buying season, but we saw it strong. Right. So it came to a screeching halt. However, rates are incredibly low, lowest I've ever seen in my, my entire career which is good um, for those people that may need, uh, may need to refinance or those people that are buying. I think you'll find rates exceptional across the industry, the entire mortgage banking in industry. And uh, so there's opportunity. There's also some things out there legislation has allowed. And um, it's, there's some forbearance things, but for those listening, be well informed before you happen to uh, choose that path. Right. Yesterday there was an announcement that uh, really, really helped uh, those that are needing forbearance. And, and there are, there are, there are millions that are going to need that help just as we've seen uh, unemployment approach uh, somewhere around 20% and amazing, amazing. Can't believe the number being, being there, but, but uh, the, the good news is if, if uh, you're looking to refinance or buy, I'll keep it really simple. Rates are awesome and there's, there's opportunity. So if you have questions, certainly you can reach out to me. I'd be glad to answer anything for you and, uh, or reach out to your, uh, the person that uh, handled your previous transaction. Reach out to them and they'll, they'll be glad to, uh, to take a call and maybe walk you few, uh, through uh, a few things. But uh, JT, I'm excited to have you on the team, man. I appreciate it. Hey, can I ask you a question about something you just mentioned about uh, rates? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so I have people ask me, um, you know, if they should refinance. Um, do you have any rules of thumb that you use 
uh, as far as, you know, what kind of a rate they have, what kind of a loan balance they have, things like that, uh, to where it might be worth looking into a refinance given the current uh, state of rates? Yeah, I, I don't have the, the, I don't have a blanket statement on that. I think it's a conversation. It's like, uh, you know, it's like shopping for a house. You know, you just can't take a picture of a house and say, well, that looks awesome. Uh, without right. seeing the inside of it. And and I know you do, by the way, you're doing a lot of virtual showings, I'm sure. Tons yes, of sir. Those. Yep. But I would say that, you know, if someone's considering refinancing, they, they definitely want to talk uh, to their mortgage banker. Um, if someone's interested, they can reach out to me, be glad to help. You know, in that case, I have to be a really good listener, find out what their goals and objectives are, mm. why they're considering refinance. It's more than rate, typically. Believe it or not, it's more than just rate. Right. And, um, you know, whatever their plan happens to be, maybe they're looking at retirement and in a short period of time, or maybe they've had a 30 year, 30 year mortgage and they've paid, they paid into it 10. They might be able to wind that thing down to 15 years or less on a really, really exceptional rate. And without much of a payment impact, maybe even going down depending on uh, what they've done on that. Uh, that previous 10 years. So I don't, I don't want to have a long drawn out answer. Rate is right. one rule of thumb, but there's some, there's some financial consulting that really needs to take place along to see if it's meeting their goals. That's awesome. So people can obviously reach out to you with questions about that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, um, reach out to their previous mortgage banker, but yeah, glad to help. That's what we're, that's what we're here for. That's what I do. I've been doing it since awesome. one. I can't believe awesome. I said, every time I say I've been, I've been uh, a lender since 1991, I, I kind of got to stop and think, my golly, that was a long time ago. <laughs> but you've seen a lot of changes in just technology and things like that. We were last night, I was talking about how my first uh, outside sales job, um, we didn't, I didn't have GPS <laughs> back in, uh, I guess it was Oh five. Uh, I guess it exists, but I didn't, I didn't have a Garmin. <laughs> so I used a maps co to drive around and, and find uh, locations for my sales calls. So uh, I bet you've seen a lot of changes on the mortgage side. Yeah, you know, more recently, you know, I, I remember printing out those loan documents. And when I first started, there were, you know, for a typical home, there might've been 15 pages, maybe, and a couple areas to sign. And then it went to hundreds of pages. Wow. With lots of signatures. Today, we do e-closings. Not every, not every company has the opportunity to do that, mm -hmm. but we do e-closings. And you mentioned the importance of these. They could do right. everything. They could do everything. They have a personal link on, that, on their application that goes to them. They can see all the communication back and forth. And in some cases of uh, refinance, they don't even need an appraisal. They'll get an appraisal that's awesome. waiver. Yeah, you know, and that's nice. It keeps people out of the home. But it's it's convenient and technology right. has come a long way. We do the e closings where uh, we have a notary. We utilize WebEx, and so you as an agent can be there. The title agent can be there. Maybe a lawyer, depending on the state, and the clients, and maybe even the sellers in some situations. I I guess, but but uh, yeah, you do a WebEx closing. Everyone's on on uh, on WebEx cameras, just like what you and I are doing here on zoom, but, um, that, that does help in times like this, certainly, but it's, it's awfully nice and convenient for all parties, not just the, not just the borrower. 
That's awesome. The uh, electronic closing is huge because uh, not, I, I feel like not many lenders are, are doing that yet. There is a, a, a tremendous investment into that technology and, uh, um, and it only, only gets better. You know, that it's all about the client, the service, and it helps uh, as a lender. You're my partner as a real estate agent. You know, it helps everyone, keeps you informed just as long as uh, it, along with the client, but it's cool stuff, man. Yeah. Technology and it, and it keeps coming. It just keeps coming faster and faster. Right. Hopefully it's all built. Well, not hopefully it's built to, uh, to enhance that experience, whether it's a right answer. That's awesome. All right, brother. Well, Hey, welcome. Welcome to the team officially. That's, it's pretty neat. We've, we've got, uh, we've got some guests that we uh, have lined up. I know we talked to, uh, talked to one today and uh that we'll get it we'll get out there and and uh recorded and he's a he's a cool dude and has some except exceptional talents with that on behalf of uh, both jared and brent everyone go out there uh have a great day breaking business barriers is onward and upward cheers guys awesome thank you brent